What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Stephanie Megan, you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Broke Girl Girl Therapy. Can you chug this energy drink? Gulp, honey. Gulp. Yeah. Yeah. Are we ready? Um, can we do a booming before we start? Okay. <laughs> oh, it's cute. We look That's like super like exclusive. Like we know Aww, what we're doing. Yeah. Like we know what we're doing. I think we know what we're doing. You know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> Fun fact, you guys. She is. She was my Are first. We yeah. You were my first intern. <laughs> an intern that wasn't even an intern. This is the best internship I've ever had <laughs> in my life. I've just received. I'm actually looking for so an intern. But like a real one this time. (laughs) I was a producer. (laughs) Or a producer. I don't know. I probably you were. No, but you responded to my intern ad and eventually like you're my producer and then you just stopped showing up. I do work for free. I still come here. Yeah, no, no, you do. Now you're just a part of the show. Hey, you gotta have a rite of passage. The rite of passage is the internship. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm looking for a new intern. So slide in her DMs or her mailbox. And that's what's up. Because I got an amazing friendship out of it. Yeah, I mean, don't expect an amazing friendship. I mean, maybe, yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I I actually want someone who's gonna work and not just here to kiki and not focus and like try to do better. You know what I mean? Like I want someone who's motivated. What are you trying to say? I'm just I work very hard. No, you do. You work great. <laughs> but like, welcome to BGT, guys. No, but back then, back then, we would record, but we would just get drunk as fuck. Hell so it yes. was just sloppy. Yo, so, so much fun. So it was just like, I'm not trying to do that. Anymore. It was like, Jessica, would you like to come over and record? And I was, I, I, that translated as, do you want to get drunk? <laughs> Absolutely. My answer was always yes. yes. <laughs> that's all you I'm like, oh, Jessica, do you want to record today? What we drinking? <laughs> but I loved it because I felt like you were like the best audience member. <laughs> like, oh, if you need a hype man, hire me. For sure. You, you would not be disappointed. I loved it. Well, anyways. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brocal Therapy. And guess the fuck what? Jessica motherfucking Clark is motherfucking back. I'm back. Thank you for having me back on. Yeah, I mean, you're not... You've only been one episode this season, which I'm upset about. I know. I've been in school and work, have a new job, so been kind of busy, but you've been... My fellow co-hosts, guest co-hosts have been (laughs) holding down the fort. (laughs) Rose. (laughs) Rose, Jaffra, shout out to y'all. I know, but it's okay. I mean, we we did actually that one day when you did the Manifesto Men episode. We did. We did two episodes and that second one just never... I don't know what the fuck happened. And we kind of both have guys. Well, kind of. Mine's a bit fleeting, but it's okay. Fleeting? No. Take <laughs> <laughs> <Take> that out. <laughs> it's it's still the beginning stages. It's a very uncertain at the moment. Thank you. There you go. But could, there's a possibility. You can tell you do PR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just saved my comment. Honestly, I train. I media train people. That's what like, I've said. literally just been like, okay, this is how you segue the conversation. Right. And I only know this because... This is what I do. That's what you do. (laughs) Yeah. 
But anyway, um, we are doing a Q&A. This is your first Q&A. How does it feel? No, it's not. This is the second one. Yeah, we did like a quarantine one, but I was like, yeah, yeah, this, this is the real this deal. This is official shit. Yeah, I'm this so excited. Yeah. I have to put my, my, my British accent on now for you guys, <laughs> you know, and so on. Yeah, background story. Where are you, the fuck are you from? Girl. Sorry, that's hella rude to say. <laughs> where, where am I not from? That's yeah. the question. Because that's the thing. It's like Jess has like a, you are from everywhere. Yeah, I don't. So, okay, so I was born in England, but I'm third generation Jamaican. So I'm black because I'm Jamaican. Okay, okay. And um, <laughs> <laughs> people get so crazy, especially when I say it to white people. They're like, oh, "Can you say that?" I'm like, "Honey, it's the truth." Right. Um, but no, I, <laughs> I'm Jamaican, um, British, a British Jamaican. And I lived in Africa and Ghana for 10 years. So I was raised in Ghana. So I claim Ghana all day. Yeah. And um, I'm sorry. Never mind. I'm not going to ask. What? Like, I'm sorry. You're African, but no, you're Jamaican. I'm Jamaican, but I claim Africa as <laughs> okay, well. Okay, I claim okay. Ghana. I would say I'm Ghanaian if I'm wrong. Yeah. Right. A lot of people think I'm Ghanaian or Nigerian just because mm. of. So I have like multiple different accents. Maybe I'm. You do. You always bust out different accents, especially when you're drunk. But not anymore. You don't drink anymore. But yeah, I yeah. can. But it's good because when I'm around British people, I can always like have my British accent and they're like, oh my gosh, you're from ENDS. Yeah. Then when I'm around Ghanaians, I'm like, hey, my sister. And I'm like. But your parents have an English accent. Yes, they do. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? But because they, they were hella bougie, but that's the topic. <laughs> Your parents are perfect together. They are. Like I they always are. say, like They've that's been married black for like love. Thirty-five years for real. It's a long time to do one. Thirty-five years. Thing. Yeah. Holy shit. Hell yeah. Whoa. I know it's a long time. Well, shout out to them though. Shout out to my parents. Shout out. Whatever. All right. Should we get into the questions? Let's do it. I'm so excited. <laughs> we got a bunch to tell y'all about yourselves because y'all up in these streets acting a goddamn fool and you but honestly you are someone that's going to tell you about yourself because the intervention episode you fucking gave it to me i sure did because guess bad. what that's what friends do if, if you, your friends ain't telling you the truth then what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> why are we here exactly but i love that episode it's a classic, classic. It's but let's get into the questions okay all right you can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Question number one. This guy I'm dating said I love you immediately after we kiss for the first time. Lies. Help. Lies. You think it's a lie? Lies. What if it's a cancer? I'm a cancer. Lies. <laughs> Do you really think it's a lie? I think... Why? I think... Um, infatuation can very much imitate love yeah i don't think it's a lie i don't think that they're meaning to outwardly lie i think maybe they just don't know what love is i don't know so it's a lie <laughs> but it's not like he's like trying to lie and manipulate but it's not like after we had a long intimate talk then after right. that he said i loved you or we had a really deep conversation but it's after you kiss so after you kiss what are you you're sexually stimulated in some mm -hmm. kind of way mm -hmm. and you're horny so you're horny and so maybe he just hadn't got no person like a long time <laughs> and then he was just like dang i forgot what this feels like i love you right i just i think it's i don't know how old you are who, who um oh, yeah. asks, that's also plays a part too that i think maybe if you're like does. young love like teenage like i like i feel like i envision that i don't think any grown-ass man will say that <laughs> Run. <laughs> run fast <laughs> i mean i don't know i mean if do you like it no. maybe they were friends for a while and then they started like being intimate and then that's it 
She didn't say all that. She, she didn't say all that. Yeah, you just like, okay, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, run, I guess. But yeah, my answer would be, ask. I, I would ask him, what does he mean by that? Yeah. I That's would, a conversation. I, story, yeah, I want sure. him to, I'm like, please expand upon what you mean by, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just met you. What's going on? I mean, has that ever happened to you? No. no. Don't you fall pretty fast? What if that's just like a case I used like to, that? then I turned 28. <laughs> things are different now so, wait, why, so back in the day when you would just fall really quickly for someone why was that what do you think that that like stemmed from um two things it was just obsession um I guess just trying mm. to fill something within me I, I think it was this is gonna sound so cliche but I didn't love myself enough it's true and 100% so, it's not even cliche it's fucking fact yeah I didn't love myself enough and so I was searching for the love that I could only give myself and other people and so you crave that and so when you feel something that that you think it's supposed to feel like that's when you say yo I love you stay around I need you that's I crave true you. <laughs> that's true yeah that's so. true that is might be like a bit of an obsession <laughs> yes yeah, we've all been there it's crazy it's crazy yeah. <laughs> We're crazy. Yeah, we are. It's <laughs> fine. We've all been there. Um, okay, so next one. I like this one. Tips on building your confidence as a woman of color in a white world. Listen. <laughs> you go first. I mean, I'm, st I'm still kind of like trying to figure out the answer to this one. Because I'm I'm someone who grew up in Valencia, Santa Clarita. Shout out. What's up? 661. <laughs> Um, Not and it's six six one, <laughs> girl. <laughs> I've never in my life so much. The valley, the, the suburbs. Who six out six the suburbs. <laughs> no one does that. <laughs> you shout out the hood because that's where the struggle is. I <laughs> <laughs> want to just come together. No one shouts out the subs. But okay, we can roll with it. But yeah, I mean, my point exactly, <laughs> you know, is that it's it's very it's white culture so I think it really like for a long time was something that I didn't realize I was struggling with because I always wanted to come off as like you know not a fob which is like a fresh off the boat mm -hmm. Asian like I wanted to be a cool Asian I wanted to, to be seen with the white people that way I was accepted by them you know and so that took me a while to understand but once I think that I started to realize and educate myself on why I felt that way. Yeah. I think it started to give me like the confidence to be like, no, I'm fine with who I am. Right. You know, I would say do your research on confident black or I should say not only black, but any women of color. Mm. I think learning about history is important and being able to um, see, do some research on how women of color who are successful navigated mm -hmm. yeah. um, the, the white world. And that way, one, what, that helps me because um, it, it's like, damn, black people are dope. Or mm -hmm. whoever you're from, they're dope, you know. And there's pride to be, um, there's it's, I feel very proud to be black, to be honest. <laughs> very, like, right. I wouldn't want to be any other color. No shade to any other color, but that's who I am and that's because I know we have such a rich history and that's that that's going to who, wherever you are from um I think your confidence is built through knowing who you are yeah like educating your roots yes educating your yeah roots. and I think also surrounding yourself with confident women confident women and people who look like you you yeah. know what I mean like I think for me like I do find a thrill of being around other women who are women of color. Like, yeah. I'm kind of like, oh, you're dope. Like, I could be dope too. Yes. You know, just like finding and surrounding yourself with those people is like what brings you up. Iron so. sharpens iron all the time. You what? Iron sharpens iron. What's, uh, what's iron? Like, I, oh, iron. Iron. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I we ha we're having a language barrier here. <laughs> the culture, I'm like, iron. <laughs> iron. How y'all say it? Iron? I iron? Oh, wait, iron. You no. don't uh, say no, it. <laughs> Girl, iron. Anyway, iron. 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 Sorry. Iron. 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 Yo. Yeah, yeah. Iron catches iron. Iron sharpens. Oh, iron. Okay. I'm fucking it up, and I feel like I'm being a dick because I'm just, you know. What's, yo, what's the next card? I'm not, I'm not PC talking, right now. talking about confidence and history. We over here can't even say a goddamn word. Iron. Girl, I'm tired. 
Oh my god. Okay. Um any dating tips for a beginner? By the way, I love your podcast. Shout out to BGT. Yes. Also, one BGT merch. Yes. Day, baby. Yes, Go yes, copy yes. Your merch. Go get that merch. Okay. This is actually a good question. <laughs> is it? It's a great question. <laughs> so read the question again one more time. Any dating tips for a beginner? By the way, I love your podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I had to put that in there. <laughs> That I'll let y'all know again. That was the whole question. So I don't know what else you want her to do about it. No. Okay. So the first thing um, I think with dating that I made a mistake on was not caring about a personality type. Like I feel like I was very superficial. Yeah. And so going on dating apps, like I've been on Tinder, I've been on, you know, all these really superficial dating apps. And I think I focused on the wrong things. Mm-hmm. So if you focus on the right things, like a personality I feel like, you know, once you kind of know your personality type, you know what fits for other personality types. Absolutely. No, that's so true. <laughs> it's so true, it's though. It's so true. It's and so, true. so I actually got in touch with this dating app, Boo Dating. Yes. Yes, Boo Dating. Shouts Shout out. out. Shouts out. They're actually for a sponsor for this show, but I love them. I wanted to have this conversation because yes. I feel like, um, you know, I've been on these other, I've been on every app, let's be real. Same. Soul swipe. Same. Girl, that, I, yo, whoever made this, <laughs> thank God for Boo, because Soul Swipe went before, before it got a little, real ratchet. It was such a good app. It was a good app. Because it kind of got, like, there was a lot of common people in yes. one app, you know? Yes. And I think with Boo Dating, it's like, it's. I, I kind of look at boo dating as like a psychological way of dating. Yes. So I think if I had this app way back then, I yeah. probably would have avoided so many situations. <laughs> but then we wouldn't have BGT, so. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I mean, I would have just had more other problems. <laughs> just kidding. No, it just, it would have limited certain situations yeah. um, because I think that like I could look at a profile on these other apps and think like, oh, this dude dresses like this and he looks really cool and he's into music so i think he'd be this type of person person you know like yeah. i feel like you kind of like you envision you know what this man's gonna be, be like. like yeah but if you have like their personality tests right in front of you you can and, you and, get an idea and it tells you what kind of personality types you match yes. well with mm-hmm. which is amazing because that way you can look for and you and it kind of defines what each um trait what each personality embodies and i think that's beautiful that you can kind of get that it's kind of like how people like kind of ask people like hey what's your sign it's kind of like exactly like i mean for me i'm like fuck gemini's (laughs) why because they're like this this and that you know so it's kind of like this where i'm like okay so you you download the app and then you take this quiz which doesn't even take that that long two there was one that's um a short one that's i think five questions and they have another one that's 30 a more in-depth one which i took because i like to know what y'all we want to get this i want to know what you think is in my mind yes and they were absolutely right yeah <laughs> and I um, ended up being a personality type that's called, I'm looking it up right now because I, hold on. <laughs> I, I want to make, make sure that this is correct. I am the ENFP personality type, which is more like the charismatic, the more like bolder personality and uh, more extroverted, I guess you can say. Yeah. And then so that will be on my profile and it will match me up um, to guys who are certain personality types that would fit ours yes exactly. aren't you didn't you get the same thing i girl? got the same thing go figure go figure <laughs> go figure <laughs> yeah and it says that we're more prone to being matched well with intj which is more of like a yeah, introverted so. personality type and which is so true because i think even in a lot of my friendships um i think I, you see some of them here but there's a lot of other friendships that are more um, and these people are more like introverted. And I feel like I'm the type of person, even as a friend, will like pick who my friend is and like make that move. Yeah. Versus like an introvert who kind of just chill and chill. people come to yeah. them. I think it was INFP, which is known as the peacemaker. INFJ is the guardian. And INTJ is a mastermind. So those are the three we're both um, that they recommend our personalities yes. will go well with. Yes. Which is cool. I know. know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's honestly like I feel like if I knew that. I would have avoided so much shit because I feel like in the beginning, you're kind of like, well, I, I think I like, 
you know, musicians. Yeah. And it's like, like, run. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, okay, but is this musician an introvert? What's his personality type? What's his morality? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how does he work? Like, I think those are things that are important. So when you're out dating for the first time or maybe going back out to date again, like, those are the things that you're supposed to be paying attention to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you want to go download the app. Go download Boo. It's available to you today. So yeah, I could go on the website, boo.dating for the link, and then you could use my code of broke girl and get to it. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Next question. Okay. I'm really happy about that sponsorship, honestly. That's why for that one, I was like, I actually want to have a conversation about that because I think that is, that's what we need. And you manifested that sponsorship too, so. Did I manifest it? She says so many things. She said so many (laughs) things last year that she doesn't remember and I specifically remember her saying that she wants everything that's happening this year and so isn't that interesting how like friends can also be a memory capsule for Mm -hmm. you to remind you of and that's why it's important to have good people on your side because they can remind you of where you came from and where you're at now I'm so proud of you you I love you you've been with me since the dungeon skin so soft I'm I uh, moisturize like every day or every day all day 50 times a day. I'm not even kidding. It shows. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Let's get a little sexy. Okay. Let's, let's take it there. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on lingerie? Oh, I love. Do you have lingerie? I do. Oh. <laughs> I keep a lingerie on, honey. Do you really? <laughs> I do. Do you just, like, use it for yourself or do you, like, you know, use it when you... No, I keep it, girl. I don't, t- I don't take it out often. <laughs> correction it's just in the drawers listen it's just it's being kept it's not being used right now well Um, last time you used lingerie last time i used lingerie was when i went um i got flewed out to my boyfriend in ghana my ex-boyfriend oh yeah yeah i pulled out some lingerie for him how do they look like um it was (laughs) first of all it was from forever 21 Oh my god! No, I have lingerie for Forever Twenty One too. Listen, not that we should be sponsoring or whatever. It's but. not sponsored. It's just the truth. I'm just saying. <laughs> they have cute ones though. They have cute, affordable, affordable uh, uh, lingerie. Um, so it was like a one piece with a, like a little um, it had like a little peak hole in the middle, uh-huh. and it was be- is beige, and I think it had like an open back as well. It was beige. Yeah, it was giving you a little beige accent, but you know sometimes. <laughs> Listen, this is about to be TMI. I hope nobody from the church listening. But <laughs> I'm grown, so hey. Because you know, you sometimes your your boobies mm. when you're kind of more um, bust in the front. Yes, you know they be kind of. It's. I wish that some of the laundry had a bit more support. Mm-hmm. For the sexy ones, what? So your titties like spill out? Yeah, girl. I kind of like the spilling out. They be lie. everywhere. They be dropping and flopping. I kind of like around. when it spills out. Nah. Sometimes I just because you know when you're making you, an entrance, <laughs> you just want a, a little lift right, right, and a right. little tug and a little. That's true. Mm, you know, maybe like Fenty probably would have a better oh, Fenty. Come sponsor BGT. I, that would be amazing. That would be <laughs> Fenty. Fenty girl, re re girl. Maybe maybe one day. <laughs> I don't know, but but then I have to pose a lingerie, and I feel kind of weird about that. They have they also have like sweats and stuff like that, so (laughs) cover it up. They have a onesie. (laughs) They do actually. Fun fact, um, because I have some lingerie too that I would wear, you know, um, with with men. I mean, not that I've even like done that a lot, (laughs) right? And that's what I would say. I think lingerie is a special guy, exactly. And there's been times where I'm like, oh, I would plan to. Like, I definitely, when I was going to, I definitely planned um, to wear lingerie when I was going to go to Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) Moment of silence. Recipe. (laughs) So, but clearly that was not needed. The Bama. The Bama. Um, But I just, you know, I do have some. And actually... (laughs) Did you? What'd you do? What'd you do? So, um, earlier this week. This week, girl, that was recent. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. A few days ago. Get into it. Yeah, I was actually recording with Rose, and I was really feeling my hair that day, and I was really feeling myself afterwards. That I went home, I put on the lingerie for yourself, for Chris, <laughs> and I took photos, and I gave him some photos. And actually, one of the photos that was like tasteful. Made it on my Instagram. 
like that selfie that black and white selfie yeah i just posted was like the night but i obviously was like you know and let me just say just another perspective on laundry some girls i know and it, for me as well don't always feel comfortable or sexy in mm-hmm. laundry mm-hmm. and that's when i would say to them even if you haven't got that sexy that sexy <laughs> even if you haven't <laughs> got that special someone i would buy laundry for myself mm-hmm. and just you know wear it and just just look at yourself in it mm-hmm. and don't point out your imperfections but point out the things you like about yourself the way you look mm-hmm. in it and um yeah just get comfortable celebrate yourself in it because honey if you ain't I think laundry, yes, is for the other person, but it should be for you. It should, it should be for you. It should make you feel confident, right. make you feel sexy. And there's so many different kinds of lingeries that don't always, like, that are for either bigger girls or, you know. There's, yeah, especially Fenty. Again, not sponsoring, just a Yet. fan. Yet. Yet. <laughs> like, they have, what I love about it is that she has, like, a wide range. Wide so range. if you are, like, a like a more thicker woman, a full-bodied woman, yeah. like, there's there's a certain type that could fit that, you know? Yeah, so. but wear laundry for yourself and don't wear it for a man. Wear it yeah. for yourself first, and the man just gets, a, gets to the overflow. Yeah, right. The overflow. Period. It's for you first, boo. Yes. Okay. Next question. <clears throat> this man told me he doesn't want to date me and that nothing is wrong with me. But I feel insecure. How do I get out of this funk? I know I'm a beautiful person inside and out. F that man. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. That's, but this is this is literally F that man. This is like I think it would be more effective if I actually said the F word. Can I you know. say it for me? Fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> um but in in to be honest, that's kind of like sadly, like sadly, 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 <laughs> the dating be, game. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like you'll date a bunch of people and sometimes someone just, even though they're such a great person, just aren't the right one for you. And it's, it's, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea and mm-hmm. that's all right. Right. And <laughs> that's what we've had to learn up for a yeah, long. You're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And that's why the most important, important thing is knowing who you are because once you're solid in who you are and you know who you are regardless of whether no one anyone uh, like a man comes along and saying yeah you're just not my my type or i just don't want to be with you you have to if you're solid in who you are regardless it doesn't matter what he thinks bye bye Mm -hmm. birdie Mm -hmm. you know it does hurt the ego thing i think it's more i think it's less heartbreak and just more of an ego thing like i you know there's been plenty of times where a guy didn't really choose me but at the end of the day I was like wait I didn't really like them you know like or it was just I don't know like it just it, it feel like it it, it just sh- fucking shatters yeah, your ego. for sure for me to sit here and be like just love yourself it'll be okay it's, it's total bs but I think <laughs> <laughs> it's true because your ego is gonna be definitely affected and even if you are the most confident person in the world you're still human at the end of the day and so you're still yeah. gonna be like yo what I'm dope. Like, what do you mean you don't like me? Like, right. But that still even shows that there's still more self work to be done, you know, mm-hmm. but that's the part that's chalk it up to the game, baby girl. Sorry. Yeah, for real. And I mean, honestly, like I always tell me that tell myself this too. Like when I've gone through moments like that, I'm like, yo, I'm not going to care in a year. Yeah. I just care right now. Exactly. Probably for a few weeks that's or for a so month or two, good. but like in a year from now, like I'm not going to give a shit. Yeah. So just cause he didn't like me for who I am. Like that's, that's on him. And something I heard. You'll meet someone again soon. Something I heard recently that really was like kind of groundbreaking for me is just that like if you look around, just be like, if someone says something like that to you, you can be like, 
Do I still have my house? Do I still have my car? Do I still have my job? Has anything really changed? Right. And if not, if nothing has changed, then baby girl, you know, nothing right. has changed. It's okay. Well, actually, the, the day that Bobby broke up with me was the same week I got fired from my job. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, but I, I'm fine. I've succeeded out of it. You know what I mean? Like that was just that was just bad luck. <laughs> Mercury was in retrograde Yo, that week. I remember. See, that's the that's the universe. I, I don't have advice for that. Sorry, <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with the planets. I'm not in communication with them right now. <laughs> but I got over it. Like, like you know, that's yeah, in conclusion. I'm okay, <laughs> so it's fine. Surprise! <laughs> we made it for real. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Um, oh, this one's directly towards you. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know me. <laughs> they said, as a Christian woman, how do you navigate the dating world with men mainly wanting sex? Who child? Girl, I don't know. You tell me at this point. No, I'm just kidding. Um, one, I have to let them know up front that I would not, I'm not about to have sex with you. Right. Um, <laughs> and honestly, yeah. that is, is very scary because that it's not, most men will be up front and be like, yeah, well, that's a, that's a, a, a deal breaker for me. Right. And you just have to that like, kind of. And usually guys like that are actual fucking fuckheads anyway. Yeah. If who literally just wants. I mean, there's nothing. Okay, if, if you just want sex, that's fine. But like if they're going to like date you and no. Yeah. Mm, no. no. And you know. I feel like as you get older, the, it's just kind of like you want to fuck and fuck. Okay. Bye. Yeah. You know, it's, like it's there shouldn't be any fucking. Uh, it's confusion. not. It's not. It's, it's not that yeah, it's just not that deep, you know. What right. was the read the question one more time? Um, how do you navigate the dating role of men mainly wanting sex? So one, I um, I present who I am up front. I know for some women, it's kind of you don't want to reveal too much too fast because men kind of feel that you know you're putting on too much on too fast. But I always say, hey, I'm a Christian. These are my boundaries. Um, if can you respect them? And if you can respect them, uh, these are basic boundaries. I don't want to have right. sex. Right. I, I'm a Christian, blase, blase. And if you meet someone that's like-minded, um, hopefully it's ideal that they would want to, they're on the same page as Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, you, at this point in your life, you're mainly just looking for other dudes who are Christian. You're not going to be fucking around with, like, an atheist. Right, you know. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But like, girl, don't be fooled. A lot of these Christian men still get it in. and That's true, just, that's true. Like, don't get me started on oh, that's that. That's true, that's true. But um, <laughs> also, it's just like being patient because not every man that's, not every man, you're, to be honest, you're dating within a smaller pool than just the average girl. Right. Um, and so it's just an aspect of being patient. And then one thing I've been doing is I pray over the person that I'm with. Like, and I, I'd be letting God know, Lord, if he, this is not the man for me. Please just take him away. And I pray that God just helps me to navigate relationships. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I pray that God reveals who this man truly is um, to me before I catch these feelings. And God cares about the things that we care about. So he be putting me on game low key. So yeah, <laughs> that's that nigga. <laughs> For real. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, uh, I was like, I don't pray, but I meditate. <laughs> Girl, I, I think it's interchangeable really. Yeah. I think, I'm, I'm, yeah. well, yeah, I, I, I meditate. I'm just like, you made him tell me about right, them. Right. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Okay, aw, that was a good answer. Well, thank you. Okay, Hope next one. Um, one, I love you and your content. Thank you. Two, how do for fake moan during sex? Have <laughs> uh, <laughs> you? Like, I thought about uh, this. I'm like, I definitely, I will say, like, I definitely would, like, put on a show a little bit. Yeah, I've, like, I feel I've like in my younger years. Yeah, exaggerated. But I'm too old to be faking anything. Right, right. Have you ever faked an orgasm? Oh, yeah, I used to do it all the time. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I just wanted it to end. <laughs> I've never faked an orgasm. Good for you. My acting is on point, though. I mean, it should get an Oscar for the things I pull, for real. 
<laughs> but then like but afterwards like you guys don't like talk about like oh how was that come like how was that i'm like it was great thanks oh shit <laughs> this is why this is okay let me just tell you this is also one yes i'm christian so i'm trying not to have sex even though we all fall, fall short of glory we fall, but, yeah but when i did have when i was the reason one of the reasons why i kind of slowed down on having sex because i was realizing and i think i've said it before i just did, wasn't i was doing having having sex more for the other person mm. than for me and so that's why I kind of I just felt obligated to please that person. Um, and do you think that happened more in your early twenties? Oh, absolutely! It definitely yeah. happened more in my early twenties because now I just I want to just don't have time for it. <laughs> I'm just I just don't. I'd rather just not have it. And I'm so happy being single. So at this yeah. point, I, I feel like you're thriving right now, honey. I'm trying. I'm blessed. I can't. Because yeah. you know what? Now I'm starting to see life like this. I'm already full. Anything a man brings to me can only overflow my cup. You can't take anything away from my cup because it's already full. Right. And so I don't need to fake my orgasm anymore because I'm not having sex with you in the first place because I just don't want to. And so, yeah, I used to fake orgasms just because I wanted to satisfy the person, but I also generally just yeah. wanted it to be over. <laughs> Being so sick. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I've never faked an orgasm. And I think back and I think, like, my early 20s when I have sex with guys, they didn't even really care if I had an orgasm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They were so trying to get their like, nut off. Like. Right. So, like, when they were done, it was just like, okay, like, that was it. You know? Like, I felt like it wasn't until, like, my mid to late 20s did guys start really asking, like, oh, like, did you get that yeah. orgasm? Like, before, it was just, like, they were just trying to fuck me. And I think they had just focused on more of their performance. Right. And the way they look. And if, and it's not, I feel like even when guys ask, did you have an orgasm? I think they're asking more for their ego than for yes. your satisfaction. Yes. Mm-hmm. We, <laughs> we see y'all. Yes. But I feel like that's such a young, immature thing. I, I feel like men nowadays, though, like, now that, like, I mean, I'm hitting 30 in a couple of months. <laughs> So I'm basically 30. Um, I feel like as they go, as we get older, I mean, I think, you know what it is? I don't know if it's just with age. I think it's because it's more of a discussion now than it was before. Mm, you yeah. know, like I feel like, you know, with, with Instagram and social media and all that stuff, like people, and you know, obviously podcasts, like yeah. people are having these conversations. Sations, like I absolutely. think that when we were like younger, we didn't have social media the way that we have it now. Right. So and I think men are just more exposed to the way we, us women really feel. Right. And because of the exposure, they've kind of been like a light bulb. They just would want watching porn. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yo, but now, a lot of answers be up And here. also, I think women now are so much more bold in saying, yes. like, look, like, you better make me come. Right. You know, like, right. this has to be a thing. Yeah. And, like, setting those boundaries. boundaries. So I think, yeah, I think that's why, hopefully. Period. I don't know what these... <laughs> These these young youngins are doing now, but <laughs> are we already there? At that I stage don't know. Of life? We're still young. You're only twenty eight. This is also true. I'm two years from being thirty, though. Yeah. So, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm like I'm only I'm still twenty nine, but I'm acting like I'm fucking thirty five. Like, right. <laughs> like I already know better. <laughs> You're like I'm ready past. I'm ready over my twenties. She said you're only twenty eight. She's twenty nine. How? How sway? <laughs> Tell me how. You ain't got the answer, Sway. <laughs> Lord of mercy. Oh, my God. Okay, next question. Actually, I really want to know your take on this because you were in something like this, but more intense. Was I? Can a long-distance relationship work? Because you, <sighs> bitch, you were just saying you were flown out to your ex in Africa. I'm in a long-distance relationship with someone who's in Oakland. Same time zone. Honey, I've been in a long distance relationship with someone that lived in Italy and I got flewed out there too. So moral of the story, always get flewed out. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been in a long distance relationship with someone in Ghana, flewed out there. Can they work? You know what? They can work. If you have a good budget yeah, and um, <laughs> you're a good community. If he has money. If, and you're good. The, the main thing about long distance relationships, this let me let me tell you the truth. 
they're not going to work if you don't have a short-term plan on or even a long-term plan on how you're going to meet and meet be together permanently um i think if i was able to have um something to look forward to like okay this is what we're working towards um you know we're working on our careers so that in two years we can both live in this specific mm-hmm. place and we're and this is how, what job i'm gonna have this is what he's gonna have and da, da, da. so if you have that to look forward to then you're going you know you're working on this you're going through this these trials of being in a long distance relationship and you know that it's not gonna last it's not gonna always be like this mm-hmm. so that would definitely help also just communication is so important when i was in relationship with people overseas we used to have like an eight-hour time difference. So mm-hmm. when I was going to sleep, he was waking up and vice versa. How did you guys communicate? At that it like- was just sacrifice because I would um, at midnight I would just be up for you know an hour or two and talk to him. So it's also just sacrifice of Damn. time, um, of just time. Did any of you guys ever cheated? No, we never oh, wow. cheated. Well, the guy when I was in college in Italy, yeah, <laughs> that was a hot mess. Okay. But my Next episode. yeah, but my um. But this most current one that I had um, about a year or two ago, um, I didn't cheat on him. But that's always because we, one, I was able to see him. But two, just the communication was always on point. We always texted. We always, you know, just tried our best to keep it spicy and nice. So, Oh, my God. But so why did it work out? Why didn't it? Yeah. Because he stopped communicating. He stopped the he was working a lot and again it takes sacrifice if you don't if you're not willing to sacrifice certain aspects of your life is just not going to work so there's just a lot more work that has to go into it than an actual right. relationship when you're in person and if that other person is not willing to give as much as you are I wouldn't do it unless uh, to be honest with you unless you know you're about to marry that man or that Did woman proposed though girl yeah i remember you came back from africa with the ring it was more of a promise ring i sold it you did i put a deposit on my house with on my what else was i gonna do with it? i realized the diamonds were cubic zirconia though i know so isn't that <laughs> i don't even know diamond i'm like I'm oh real. no that's not a real diamond oh, that's, that's what you find like clairs girl what but the gold was real it was 18 karat <gasps> gold yeah, I know. I'm just building some real tea up in here. But so he, so he just got you a fake ring, pretty much. So he got me gold, a gold. Claire's he got ring. me a gold band. It was an 18 karat gold band, but, but the, the diamond was fake. The diamonds <gasps> in it was uh, cubic zirconia. Girl, I got it. Do you know how much? It, <laughs> let me tell you how much I got it for that porn store. What? A hundred dollars. That's it. Child, the ghetto. Anywho, wait. <laughs> Wait, no, this is this is crazy. Sure I did. A hundred dollars. Did you ever talk to him about that? I did not. You know, he actually kind of stopped talking to me. Like I remember our that relationship, relationship never really like ended. I that's the thing is like I, I I remember when you were in that relationship and all of a sudden it was just like you were not in a relationship. And, and I also, feel like you bounced back pretty quickly. <laughs> bounce back getting strong. So, yeah. But I can't even blame it all on him. I was I went to see him in Ghana and then I came back and then it kind of just went downhill from there. That's also when I was like in the end part of my like my life bottom. I was a heavy drinker as well mm, back then. Mm. And so I think my alcoholism definitely played a role. And he was a very Christian man. Mm. And so I think my just my toxic behavior kind of um, just broke my scared up. scared him away. Yeah, kind of I think it was just like, yo, this girl is too much. She's just too. Her life is just too much. Like to you like, were just getting way too fucking drunk and fucked up. That I wasn't even even when I was with him, I wasn't. I, I would have a drink every now and again, but he wouldn't want me to drink. And I'm just like, first of all, I'm grown. You don't know what to do. So I think it was a thing of he couldn't control me. And I, I wasn't able to hear reason at that time. Mm. And so I think that was just like, I think he acknowledged in me that I wasn't ready for whatever. The sacrifice that he would have to make to be in this, I wasn't even ready to receive it. And so mm. that I do have to acknowledge that about myself. I can't, so when I came back to the States, we kind of just stopped talking. And wow. so, yeah, we never really had closure. Um, and I still wore the wing, ring for a little bit. But then I was just like, He's not really talking to me, so he's not going to take it back. And 
and that was it and i'm not keeping this ring what am i keeping this ring for you know i don't want that energy around so bye bye birdie oh my gosh that's crazy that's actually one one of the questions we got was um what's what's your opinion on closure did we do an episode on this a while back? Perhaps. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Like, do Closure. you think the fact would just kind of continue this conversation? Because this is good. <laughs> we're, we're here. And I, I want to know more. Um, but, like, because you guys never had that closure, do you think that, like, it, it, it was a good thing or it was not a great thing? Like, you still wish you had that? I think it was a good thing because I think with sometimes – closure elongates things longer than they have to be mm-hmm. and I think it was one of those things where it just had to be chopped off it couldn't be because we were I did love him and he did love me and I think you know with closure you can sometimes talk yourself into the relationship again mm-hmm. when you're just not supposed to be in it in the first place right and so I think um it depends I do think it just depends on your personality type but I just didn't need the closure I just didn't yeah. so yeah yeah no. how did you get over that breakup that's also another question we got we got a bunch of breakup ones. how do you get over a breakup so <laughs> with my breakup I realized I have to work on myself um it was a lot so one I went to rehab right <laughs> I remember I remember you were gone I remember you like we were supposed to have plans and I didn't hear from you that day and I was like What's going on? I called. I got straight to voicemail, and it was like that for days. Yeah, and I was so I was confused. I hit up Walker. <laughs> no one knew. Like I go, and I had nowhere to go. So I was like, I don't know who like to reach out to. Like I could not get a hold of you. Yeah, and I um I reached out to Walker, who is a mutual friend that lives in Virginia. Yeah, you know, and I was like, Hey, um, have you heard anything? And he was like, No, I haven't. And then I was like, what's her dad's Facebook? I was going to, like, if it really, like, if I didn't hear from you, I was going to reach out to your parents. Yeah. Yeah. But then you eventually got back to me and you're like, I was in rehab. I was in rehab. um, So I had to get sober first. Yeah. And then obviously there was just a lot of Um, self-work. So, and so once I, and what's the interesting thing about that is, I am not, I did not, I'm still learning who I am. The person that I was two years ago is not the same person that is in front of you today. And so the way I date is different. The way I'm I'm understanding and from, I'm translating information is different. Mm -hmm. I'm a lot less quick to speak and defend myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my break my breakup was like a bit different because before I was sober, my breakup method was get, get drunk. real drunk, go just out, get real drunk. That was your first. That was the, the first day. Get drunk and cry, let it out. Second day, don't get on the app. Third day, go on a date. That was my process, and that was not. That was healthy. me too. <laughs> Let's be real. So that take was- either one. <laughs> take pre Jessica and post Jessica. So, but this time, um, it just gave me opportunity to work on myself. So, love that. That's how I got all of my breakup. And I will say, I, I mean, I loved getting drunk with you. It was fun. <laughs> but, <laughs> and me and Rose talked about how we almost got into a fight by the Virgil, but we won't get into that. But <laughs> I really tried to fight a grown man. <laughs> Who do I listen? You couldn't tell me nothing. I yeah, just yeah. <laughs> you were you were confident, Hello. but I definitely love this like new version of you. Oh, I appreciate like, it. Like I feel like I just girl, she's she been working hard for yeah. herself. So. I see it. Thank you, and I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. okay. Next question: What are your opinions on threesomes? <laughs> sure. I, I love that I'm asking a Christian woman like. Are you down? Listen, I'm a beast. Listen, as, as I said, I'm grown. Right. Period. This is my opinion on threesomes. And again, this was post dressing. A lot of the, my crazy experiences has been hap- has happened in my. Have early. you ever had a threesome? <laughs> no, not really. No, I haven't technically had a threesome. But those are my exploratory days, you know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so you've had a threesome. I've walked in on one before. Okay. And so that and was then did awkward. You join? Uh, no, I didn't. Listen, I'm not about ex- the exchange of fluid between t- two different people all up in right. here at once. No, especially in times of COVID. What do you think about threesomes? I think you're more seasoned to talk. About 
Well, I think threesomes are cool. Um, I obviously support it. And I'll be honest, like, there was moments where I was like, I want, I really wanted to be, like, someone who'd be down for threesomes. But I would just... You? I don't think I would. I, I'm too jealous. I'm sorry. I'm too, that's what I'm saying. I'm not... I wouldn't say jealous. I'm very territorial. Yeah. I don't want you touching, smelling, licking my man. And then it's just like... And then what? And, and then, then see him fuck you, like... Oh. At one no. point, I was like, maybe I could be down to have sex with two guys and just be like... Like a train? Yeah. <laughs> but then I realized... <laughs> no, but then I... It's the but then I realized. But then I me. realized... I don't know if I'd be into that. I feel like I would feel a little bit violated. Yeah, just men just... Because I, th- right I thought, like, maybe... Cause I don't know, because I feel like if it's another woman, like, as much as I would be down... To, I mean, I feel like I'd hook up with a girl before I have a threesome with... You know, yeah. like, I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I would also feel like, especially for like the man's attention, like I would low key kind of feel a little competitive. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm still working on myself. So I don't know if I'm at the point where I'm going to I'm still competitive. So I'm still going right. to be like, what? I'm going to every small intricacy, every small moment, every second that he like he spends more with the other person. Right. I know I'm going to be counting that second. I best <laughs> believe after that girl leaves, we're going to be having an argument. This is going to end. The night is going to end in us fighting because of that yeah. one second. It's not worth it. I don't think I'm confident enough in my body. To be like, like, what if she's hotter like, than me? What if she's like a bad bitch? That's what I'm saying. Like, what if she's finer than me and I'm just slumpy? Then, you know, a lot of people <laughs> slumpy. A lot of people like that do threesomes though. They um, the the man the the man allows a woman to pick who the person yeah, is. That's true. But then of course I'm gonna get a, a baddie, you know. But I'm gonna be like, but then she's better than me. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, this is what you want here. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Like I don't know. Oh. It's not for me, sis, but give it how you live. But, you know, but I'm also like, I don't want to say never, never, you know, never say never. What if there is a moment where it just like, just seems like a good idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there, I might be, I mean, I'm, let's be real. I'm horny all the time. So what if this 24 is 24, seven, 24, seven, 365. <laughs> yes. Even when the moon is retrograding, <laughs> she, she over here horny. Everybody else just in a drought. <laughs> <laughs> but for real like there might be a situation if it's like you know a man or a woman i don't know you know what i mean the three of us just like feeling it um fun facts excella fears tried to have a threesome with me a couple <laughs> times girl you put her business <laughs> i said it before with One her on the show six i That's said it before girl. i said it before <laughs> she always she gets mad at me because i always try to bring it up on the pod <laughs> <laughs> she was straight up like yo i'd be down to fuck you <laughs> <laughs> not the, not the, not the. Yo, I'll be down. <laughs> Yo, she probably did not even do that. Yo, my you. girl, I'm a listen. <laughs> Yo, if you down, girl, hit my line. I doubt she even did that. I think I'm definitely over exaggerating, but she, you know, she expressed that. If I was down, like, she'd do it. So, but I was like, nah. <laughs> it was like some 21-year-old dude in the back of a car. I was like, look. Y'all about to have sex in the back of a car? All three of y'all? All three of y'all? All three Nah, he was trying to get at me. And I was like, you know, I was I was feeling it for a second. You know, I was like, yeah, you cute. And then. Um, Six was and, like, me too. <laughs> And then, and then I was like, and he told me, he told me he was 21. And at that time, I think I was like 26. I was like, uh-uh. Oh God, no, I was like, you're 21. I can't do it. And, oh. but then <laughs> six was like, look, <laughs> she was down and, and she tried to get me to join. And I was like, that's not for me. <laughs> oh my God. She's probably so pissed that I brought this up. She's probably like, here she goes again. Talking about this threesome story. Yeah. Um, good times. Good times, yo. <laughs> okay, one last question. <laughs> Which one should oh, I do? Oh, I'm having fun. I know. What advice would you give your 23-year-old self? By the way, love you. <laughs> I love how she didn't take any of those compliments. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, we down for BGT over here. You go first. <laughs> um, I would tell myself that... 
everything will be okay. I know that sounds so... Dang, that's what I was going to say. Is this is a basic just... ass advice. Let's be real. It's so fucking basic. I think that's some deep-ish to say I to y'all. But no, but it's true. Like, I feel like at 23, I felt like I needed to have it all figured out. Like, I, at that... 23 was honestly a really hard age for me. Um, I was still living home with my mom. Um, she was really, like, forcing me to move out, but I couldn't find a job. I just graduated. You know what I mean? It's like, it's you know, you get you're, it's like you're fresh out of college. You're like, what do I do with this degree? Yeah. You know, <laughs> where, do, where should I go? I'm going to end up here. Right. And you're just like. What do you mean it's over? I don't, exactly. And it's like, you have all this debt, you know, and you're just stressed because you're just like, I need to find a job. Like, and then you see social media and you see all these people getting their life together and you're just like, wow, I'm a fucking loser. Like, you think that, you know, I, for me, I felt like a fucking loser, but really it's like you're 23. Right. You know, and it's okay to not have it all figured out. So I think that I would just tell myself like it's okay like just trust the process um don't let it get to you um love yourself because I definitely just felt like nothing was going my way so I I didn't love myself I didn't feel like I deserved um anything great so I was sad honestly I was sad at 23 yeah (laughs) what would I (laughs) don't trust these niggas (laughs) period that too (laughs) like for real that's what i would but i really would have said um put yourself first um i think i'm i found myself in a lot of situations i found myself lost because i was constantly i wasn't putting myself first in a lot of things um I was putting expectations on me first by my parents, by, um, you know, what I think I should be comparing myself to others. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. so, like, just setting your own pace um, would have been a big thing. Like, just run your race. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Just look forward onto your, like, because everything else is just a distraction Mm -hmm. um you know just looking beside you is just and you know when you're like running track and if you they always say always look forward and never look back because if you look back it just slows you down and i think i spent a lot of my early 20s just looking back looking to the side just distracting myself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then you know just trying to fulfill my emptiness with all these exterior things that I thought would kind of, you know, yeah, like fill this like void. Really expensive clothes. Yeah. Trying to I, I look like, a certain way. Yo, when I got my first credit card, it was a $500 limit. I blew that joint in two days. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I, like, again, like, it manifested in, my brokenness manifested in so many ways. One, like, my room was always messy no matter Mm. what I did Mm -hmm. it was always and they always say like your room is always a reflection Mm -hmm. of how you feel inside Mm -hmm. I just was always like spending money that I didn't have being with men that I shouldn't be with just all these very like busting my disposable things we focus on very disposable things very just trying to fill like this void having sex with people just to feel something Mm -hmm. doing anything to feel something just living Mm -hmm. in numbness Mm -hmm. um and I think you know everything will be okay that's what like what you said I know if you feel like that it'll be okay I feel like, you know, they say it's like, oh, there's always that inner child that you're trying to heal. I feel like there is that inner child, but there is that inner like early 20 year old self that I feel like I'm still trying to heal. Oh, absolutely. you know, like early 20s, like people don't people don't talk about this. Like, I think that like they have this expectation in your early 20s, like you're supposed to have it together. But people don't talk about like, yo, like th- that those like quarter life crisis is real. It's fucking real. So real. Like it's 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 crazy. Like you just are lost and it starts at 20 and this is what i feel like i should write a book about like the ages from 22 to 26 mm. i think those years are just trash like and it's not <laughs> exactly though they are they are trash but then it's to build you but then of mm. course in the moment you're not thinking of that 27 it starts to get better 28 baby you soaring right 30 girl <laughs> and if you haven't got it together by 30 so what you right. know right but yeah yeah oh well do you want to plug yourself any last words i love you guys i love this pod um my you can find me on instagram j j dot clark c-l-a-r-k-e underscore 
Look me up, follow me, slide in my DMs or whatever. Whatever. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokertherapy.com. All that shit is there like the merch. The merch is there. Go get your shirts, your hoodies, your sweatpants. Um, and yeah, I love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.